Believe that it's possible for you. Your big, scary, audacious dreams that you have put aside and categorized somewhere in the one day pile, believe that those are truly possible for you. That is what we are talking about on today's episode of the Aligned Freedom Podcast. We are going to go over why we have these huge audacious goals and dreams and visions for ourselves and why we end up not believing in them and not thinking that they're possible for us and what you can do in order to actually achieve that. That being said, let's jump into today's episode of the Aligned Freedom Podcast. I'm Navneet Man, lawyer turned online entrepreneur. I help unfulfilled professionals start an online business that makes an impact so they can finally leave their draining careers and have ultimate freedom, control, and fulfillment in their lives. Using the power of self-discovery, subconscious science, and business strategy, I will help you transition out of your unfulfilling career and into a freedom-based business that you love. This is is the Aligned Freedom Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Aligned Freedom Podcast. Today, we are talking about your self-belief. I have titled this episode, Believe It's Possible For You. And I really want to get into some of the nuances of why we end up having these dreams and visions and goals for ourselves where we don't always achieve them because we don't always believe it's possible for us, right? So before we even get to a place of achieving something, really having it in our reality, we have already written it off due to our own belief system. And I want to get into where this kind of comes from and how it can hold us back in so many aspects of our life. And it probably already has when you dig into yourself and the things that are important to you. So what often happens is we have these visions and dreams for ourselves. Sometimes they are based on what we see online, on TV, um, with our friends, with people we look up to. Or sometimes there's ba- they're based on societal norms and realities that you know we're told that we should make X amount of money or buy a house or do all of these societal things um, that are normal in society. Either way, we tend to have a level of goal in our mind, right? Whether it's your goals, whether it's your dreams, and sometimes what happens is these goals and dreams seem so big and so scary that we just decide that they're unachievable. We just decide that it's not always possible for us to have what we want. Therefore, we put it away, we categorize it into in some, you know, fantasy land box and we keep our head down and keep working day to day to day. We don't want to open that box because it feels really, really scary to think what steps you may need to take to actually achieve that big dream. And because we don't want to face those steps, we end up not taking any action whatsoever and we just let that dream slip away from our hands. And to put this into context, I want to talk to you um, who are 
mostly career professionals, this audience, right? You are probably here because you resonate with my story of being a lawyer and leaving law and doing something completely different, which is coaching online. And I want to take you back to my journey with this and how I actually thought this life right now was completely unachievable, that I didn't believe that this was possible for me. Even though I saw people online every day earning money, you know, talking about their tens of thousands of dollars they were bringing in um, per week, per month, and hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, sometimes millions. I saw that it was possible. I had the evidence it was possible, but I didn't truly believe it was possible for me. So although I wanted this, this life and I researched it and I, you know, really pictured myself with it, I didn't truly believe it was possible for me. So what happens when we don't believe something is possible for us? No matter how badly we want it, our mind will find a way to stop us from achieving that thing. Now, this happens through self-sabotage, it happens through procrastination, it happens through over-analysis, it happens through so many different modalities. And these are all of your brain's ways of telling you or your body or your mind that it is not possible, that we might as well shut it down because look at all these obstacles that are in the way. And that's what I used to become victim to. I fell victim to all of the reasons I could not have my dreams. At some point, I was spending more time thinking about why it wasn't possible, why it was going to be too hard, why somebody that looked like me, that sounded like me, that came from my kind of background, couldn't achieve the things that I saw other people doing. I was really fighting for all my limitations. I was really fighting for all of my obstacles because deep inside, I didn't believe I had what it took. I didn't believe that I could have that level of success and live my dream life and live the life I truly wanted, one that made me happy, one that made me feel fulfilled, one where I was in charge and I had more freedom and autonomy than I ever had before. Although I wanted it so badly and I had written out all the steps on how I could achieve it, because I didn't believe it was possible, it wasn't happening for me. And many of you may be experiencing this right now, right? You may be sitting there thinking, okay, I would love to work for myself. I would love to, you know, understand my purpose and connect with it and do something really, really meaningful. But is it really feasible? Is it really practical? Is it really realistic? And what happens is now you start convincing yourself of all the reasons it's not possible. Because truly, at the core of it, you don't believe it's possible. So it's nice to have a fantasy, it's nice to have a dream, but when it comes time to actually take action, we stop ourselves. And I want to talk a little bit about why we do this, why this is happening. And oftentimes, it is based on our internalized beliefs and experiences. So our blocks that come up when something scary, quote unquote scary, is about to happen, are the blocks that are set in place for our survival. These are the limitations we experience because at some point, our subconscious mind decided that everything that is new, that is different, that is an obstacle where we don't already have evidence of whether it's going to work or not is life or death, right? So what happens is our brain automatically will go into the fight or flight mode, fight, flight, or freeze, right? 
And what happens is we often will freeze. We'll take no action because our internal blocks are now telling us, hey, if you go and take that action, it could be life or death. You can lose everything that you have. So whether it is a fear of being judged by somebody, whether it is a fear of showing up, being vulnerable, whether it is a fear of failing, whether it is a fear of getting something wrong and looking silly, all of those fears in your subconscious mind are categorized in the same bucket. And that is, I'm going to be rejected. This is life or death. And I can't do this because it takes away my, my like ability to survive. Okay, so that's what's going on subconsciously in your mind. There are two fears that come up when we are pushing ourselves beyond our limits, when we're leaving our comfort zone. And those fears are go back to our ancestors. They go back to like the stone ages where really everything was closer to life or death, where taking the wrong step or action could mean that you are mauled by a lion or saber-toothed tiger or what have you. And our reptilian brain has not evolved enough to understand the advances in our society and in technology and that everything is not life or death, is not a threat to our livelihood. We believe it actually is. So the two buckets that most fears fall into are a fear of abandonment, which is I am not going to be accepted by others and I'm going to be left alone. I'm going to be rejected by society and I'm not going to be liked. Therefore, I can't do this thing. And fear of abandonment, again, starts at back in the tribal days and um, the Stone Age days where if your tribe kicked you out of the tribe because you did something wrong, quote unquote, Well, that meant that you were on your own and there's power in numbers. And if you're on your own, it could be life or death. You may not survive, right? So that's the first fear that still plays a role in our lives is this fear of abandonment. We do not want to be abandoned. We want to feel like we are a part of the crowd. We want to feel like we are a part of this society. Therefore, we want to do things that are acceptable to other people. We don't want to shake the boat too much. We don't want... Um, to stand out too much. We want to blend in subconsciously. We want to do things. That's why people jump on trends. That's why we all end up following like, you know, different types of um, advice or fashion or what have you. We are all kind of following the same trends because we at some level want to feel like we belong. And then the second fear that most of us will experience, the second bucket is a fear of inadequacy. That is not being good enough which is something that I myself have experienced for most of my life. And that's something I've done a lot of work on and I'm still working on if I'm being honest. But this fear of inadequacy is I'm going to get it wrong. I am going to look stupid. I'm going to fail. This is not going to be good. It is going to, I'm going to lose everything that I have. That's where your brain goes. Anytime you're thinking about stepping out of your comfort zone, It's either thinking that you're going to be inadequate and you're completely going to fail or you're going to be um, abandoned and threatened and you're not going to be liked. Therefore, when we think about our big audacious dreams and what we want to do with our life, like working for yourselves, like discovering your purpose and doing some work that's really meaningful, our brain will go into its old patterns 
It will remind us of all the reasons we can't do it. And the truth is, it is going to feel scary. We are first going to experience this um, flurry of emotions. It's going to be fear. It's going to be nervousness. It's going to be, you know, questioning whether we're worthy. And we need to be able to experience those emotions. We're human. We need to allow ourselves to work through those emotions instead of pushing them aside. That is how we are programmed to work, to behave. And what happens is most people, when they start to experience these emotions that are uncomfortable, they want to run away from them. And what you need to do in order to really set a new precedent for your mind to create new experiences and new proof is to work through these emotions. So when you're feeling the fear come up, get curious. What is it that I'm actually afraid of? What is it that's coming up for me? What am I allowing this to mean about myself? What do I believe about this thing, right? And if you're feeling insecure, then what specifically feels like the insecurity? What is coming up for you? The nervousness, question these things, get really curious about the emotions because that's all they are. They are just emotions. Emotions are something that are triggered by our subconscious thoughts. They show up in our body as feelings and emotions. We feel that vibration and then we take an action based or an inaction based upon those. So if you can start understanding that your body and your mind are all working like a well-oiled machine, well, then you can get curious about all the parts of the machine instead of, instead of blindly just doing what you've always done, which is probably staying in your rudimentary life, doing mundane work, not questioning the norm, not exploring your purpose, right? Instead of doing all of that, you can start to get curious. You can start to break some of those old patterns. You can start to ask yourself two simple questions. Is this possible for me? Really ask yourself, you know, if your dream, like mine was to have my own coaching business online, to make my own schedule, to do work I love, to choose my clients, to choose my work, ask yourself, is this possible for me? Right? Think about all of the times that you've done something that felt a little out of the ordinary. And for most of you, maybe it is getting your education, right? Like I didn't think that I would go to law school and become a lawyer if you asked me when I was 15, I don't know if it would have been possible for me. But the reason you're having these thoughts is because at some level, that dream is possible. You really want it. So ask yourself, is this possible for me? And is this possible for me now? Those are the two questions that your brain is always contemplating. When something new is coming up, like you're not going to second guess whether you're capable of going for a walk around the block, right? You're not going to second guess whether you're capable of completing this week of work. I mean, some of us may, <laughs> I used to, but you know what I mean? If it's something that's less threatening, your brain just surpasses, like bypasses those questions. But whenever it's something scary and something new, your brain asks itself two questions. Is this possible for me? And is it possible for me now? Can I do it? So if you can bring those questions to the forefront and consciously actually ask yourself those questions, you'll be surprised at the answers because most things you are capable of doing. You are already an experienced, smart, knowledgeable, intelligent, gifted individual. 
if there is something that is on your heart that's coming up, then it's likely something that's available to you. But when you ask yourself these two questions with your conscious mind, well, there's something that happens. All of a sudden, the decision-making is in your court. All of a sudden, you get to decide whether this is possible for you. You consciously get to make that decision instead of your brain automatically deciding it's not possible and then feeding you with all of this fear and procrastination and perfectionism and trying to hold you back. You get to decide, yes, I'm going to do this because it is possible for me. I believe it's possible and I believe it's possible now. So I've decided to do it, right? And I'm going to take you through a process in, in a second on how you can actually start to believe in the possibilities of your dreams and how you can actually create them. But I want to touch on this point I made a couple of times is that if you're called to something, if you have been thinking about something over and over and over again, and it keeps coming up, in your consciousness and feels like a far-fetched dream, I want to invite you to explore that. I want to invite you to change your perspective that it's not so far-fetched, that it's coming up for you because it is meant for you. This is something that is nudging you over and over again. It's kind of knocking on the door gently, asking you to open it, asking you to see what's on the other side. Otherwise, you wouldn't have these thoughts. You wouldn't have this dream. You wouldn't have this desire to do something that is different than your ordinary life. You wouldn't have the desire to do something uncomfortable because it's so much easier to stay in your comfort zone, right? So the reason that it feels like there's a fire inside of you and you want something more is because it's calling you. It's trying to show you what's possible, right? That's on a subconscious plane. It's on a different level. It's trying to call you in and show you what is possible for you. Now it's up to you to believe it, which is more conscious. It is for up to you to decide that it's possible. And speaking of that, I want to take you through um, just a simple step-by-step -step process. Something that I follow that allows this achievement of something scary, so to speak. And I don't like that word scary, but allows for the achievement of something different, right? Something that is out of your comfort zone, something that is new. And I've kind of broken it down into four steps that I'll share with you. The first thing is to see it. The very first step is to see the thing that you want to be possible. Get it as clear and detailed in your mind as you can. Get really, really granular about every single detail. So for instance, when I was thinking about this coaching business, I would picture myself, you know, on a stage um, doing live coaching. I would picture myself getting clients. I would picture myself actually doing the coaching process. I would picture myself being a content creator. I would picture myself making my own schedule, what it would feel like to wake up every morning, have my coffee, sit in front of my computer, when I would take breaks. Like I pictured this entire life for myself. I made it so it was realistic in my mind already. And that's the level of granularity I want you to get at. That's the level of detail I want you to think about. So that picture that right now feels so far away, your dream that you've pushed aside, start to pull that closer. Start to bring it to the forefront of your mind. Start to see every detail of that life, of that world, of that, of that dream. 
because it's no longer a dream. Once we start to visualize it, it becomes a goal. It becomes something tangible, right? So the first step is to see it as detailed as possible. Number two, which a lot of people miss, is to claim it. Oh my God, this is so important. I want you to claim that dream, claim that life, that new life that you are about to live. Declare it to be yours. I want you to decide right now. Get it clear in your head and decide right now. Claim it. Say, this is going to be my life. This is my life. I am claiming it right now. I am the person that's going to make this happen. I am capable. This is such an important step. As soon as you claim it, you are triggering this event to occur. You have started the process. You've told your conscious and subconscious mind that this is happening for you. And then what happens is the universe conspires to make this happen. Things will start to fall into place once you are ready. And you claiming it is you telling the universe that you are ready for it. It is you deciding. And what comes with this decision is number three, do it. Do it is committing. This is actually starting to take the action. Yes, we can claim things. Yes, we can have a perfect, clear picture, detailed picture. We can believe it. But if you are not going to move your feet and hands and take action, then it's not going to happen for you. We can't expect things to fall into our lap. And I know there's so much conversation about the law of attraction and manifestation, but that's not how it works. Anyone that has manifested anything will tell you that you need to take action, right? You need to go and meet that manifestation. You need to take action. You need to allow, make it happen. So take the actions on your end. Be the type of person that already has that thing, that's already achieved it. Be the person that is already living that life. How are they behaving? What did they believe about themselves? What are the actions that they would take? How, what is their attitude like? What are their characteristics, right? So this is you doing the thing. This is you taking the steps. And the last thing I want you to do, which is number four, is allow it. Now you have seen the vision, you've claimed it, you're taking the action. I want you to allow things to unfold in their own way. Don't be so married to your specific vision and timeline. Don't be so married to things happening the way you want, because sometimes what conspires and unfolds is better than we would have ever imagined. So don't block yourself from achieving something that could be could look a little bit different, but be even better in the long term. Because we'll always receive what we need in order to grow and have the best life. So welcome the changes, welcome the new life and embrace it. Allow yourself to expand your mind and grow. If I was married to the vision of my business that I had years ago, I would have been in a completely different place now. The truth is over the last four years, my my coaching business, my style, my, my niche has evolved so much and I'm so grateful for it because you don't know what you don't know. At this moment, what you can picture for yourself and the dream that you can have for yourself is based on your current consciousness. It's as you grow, as you expand as a person, your consciousness will expand and what's possible for you will expand. So set that intention now, but allow it to develop, allow it to come to you in the best way that it needs to. 
these are the steps that I have identified that have helped me truly start to believe in myself at a higher level, truly start to believe in what's possible for me. Things that I didn't even imagine even a year ago are unfolding for me at such ease and such speed. And that's because I had to have my own back. I had to get on this level with myself and say, all right, I am freaking committing. I am going to claim this life for myself and I'm committing to it and I'm going to allow it to unfold. And if I didn't believe in it, then I would have blocked myself at every level like I did. I've experienced the blocks. I have experienced the lowest of the lows. And each time I experienced those, I reflected on it. It was because at some subconscious level, I didn't think I was worthy. I didn't believe it was possible for me. I didn't believe I was good enough. When I allowed all of those emotions to be processed and I stopped fighting it and I just allowed it to unfold the way it needed to is when things started to blow up for me and in my business. So this is my invitation to you is to start to think about the things that feel out of reach, those big goals that you've been thinking about but have not been acting upon because life right now just feels comfortable. I invite you to embrace those goals. I invite you to start taking action towards those goals, but I invite you mostly to believe in yourself and believe that it's possible because you are so incredible. You really are. You have so many amazing skills and experiences and so much value that you can offer the world. And I want you to believe that this is possible for you because if it's possible for me, it's definitely possible for any of you out there. So I hope this was an episode that really spoke to you on a deeper level because that was my intention was to really share my experience and talk a little bit about what disbelief has done to me and how much that slowed me down over the years. And if I could just have one piece of advice for a new and aspiring entrepreneur, it would be to freaking believe it. Just believe it's going to happen. Believe it's possible. Not to say that nothing else matters, but it starts with your belief because I can feed you the best strategies in the world. I've spent tens of thousands of dollars on coaches and mentors and programs and strategies. You can have a vault of gold, right? But if you don't know how to open that vault, i.e., your brain is blocking you from getting in and actually embracing all of that, then it's never going to happen. So you need to get on board with yourself first. You need to have your own back and believe in yourself and then allow things to unfold because it'll be beautiful. And I'm so excited for this journey for you. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. Follow and like on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you're listening to this and leave a review because we would love to reach more people just like you and share more amazing tips on starting your purpose-driven business. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next time on another episode of the Aligned Freedom Podcast. Bye.